Welcome to another episode of RTAF Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Norris, and thank you for being here. This week, my guest is Juan Sanabria. Juan is a painter currently living in Argentina, and he has been featured in Juxtapose and several galleries as of late. In this episode, we talk about Juan's story, where he went from working in advertising to being a full-time painter, applying to galleries, a serendipitous meeting that led to him being featured in the Scope Art Show at Art Basel, Miami, being featured in Juxtapose, and then we get into some things like video games, social media, and his process and routine. Plus, there's a lot more, so be sure to listen to the end, and let me know what you think about this one. And any of the episodes for that matter. You can leave a review on iTunes. You can head on over to the RTAF Pod Squad page on Facebook and leave a comment there. Check out the Instagram. Or you can become a patron at the Patreon. I think I make a pretty dope art podcast. And if you do too, please consider supporting There are three tiers to choose from, and really, if you calculated it out over the year, you can spend as little as 48 bucks a year, and it helps me out tremendously. Speaking of which, got a shout out this week for our newest patron, Rosa Barrel. Rosa is a painter making sensual and psychedelic botanical juiciness. You can find her on Instagram, at Rosa Barrel underscore art. And please go do follow her. Connect with your artsy AF family. Shout them out. Tell them you like their work. Yeah, let's just get into the show. Thank you for being here again. And I hope you enjoy this episode. to let you okay. know uh, that yeah, we're yeah there here. we go yeah <laughs> so one manuel Ooh. nice to meet you my friend nice to meet you man yeah how are you doing i'm doing great um just another day here in colorado it got, <laughs> it got super cold last night so it's a little more chilly today is it cold in there well yesterday it was like um very hot and then we woke up this morning and we're like, Ugh. it's like, oh, it's chilly. <laughs> dropped like 30 yeah, degrees. It, 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 <clears throat> uh, right here, right now, it, sh- it should be, it's, it's supposed to be winter, but, right. um, well, you get like, um, one day you can, you can wake up with a hundred degrees and another day just wearing jackets and it's like, it, it is how it goes. <laughs> I think it's crazy. Yeah. But I think it, it, it all has to go to do with, uh, with, the um, global warming and stuff. Yeah. All the climate so, change stuff. Yeah. And you're, are yeah, you yeah. near, I know you're in Argentina. Um, are you near Buenos Aires or, uh, or somewhere far away? I'm in the North of Argentina right now. I'm, uh, I'm, I, I'm back in my hometown, in my hometown. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm coming going like, yeah, uh, it is, it is how it is. But I live in the north of Argentina. It's called Corrientes. It's, um, uh, mm-hmm. like, a state in the north. 
I think uh, it's a uh, thousand kilometers from Buenos Aires, so it'd be oh, like pretty far. eight hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on. Buenos Aires, it's in the middle of the country. Okay. Nice. Uh, I'm I'm near the the Iguazu Falls uh, in Misiones. Okay. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I've never actually been down there, but uh, when I when I was scheduling our Zoom meeting, I I saw Buenos Aires on there, and so I just I didn't know if there were different time zones in Argentina, or if there's just is it all on one time zone? No, no, it's a uh, yeah, it's uh, it's all in one time in one time zone. It's okay. like uh, Argentina is like a like a country like a it is. Uh, big country, but it's just like a like a skinny country. Yeah, for it. sure, for sure. And just go from up to down. Well, yeah, man, I'm I'm looking forward to uh to learning about you a little bit. Can you can I guess usually how we start is uh I'm just curious about how you got into art, how old you were, what was your childhood like, all that kind of stuff. So maybe a good prompt would be like, uh, when you were growing up, did you did you go to art school at all, or when was the first time you you really got into art and painting? Well, actually, uh, the the thing is, the funny thing is, uh, I uh, I've been I draw I've been uh, I've been drawing for all my life. Mm-hmm. I was that I was like the the kid that used to draw with his cousins, and uh, at school I was drawing like all day. Uh, the teachers the teachers sometimes they just put me aside and. I was just drawing and um and they knew that if they asked me a question I would answer them but I, I still would continue drawing. I had like a group of of friends uh we would draw like I don't know Dragon Ball seed and everything like uh or or monsters. We were we were um we were all into video games. So we would do it like uh we would design uh the Mega Man bosses for example nice uh robots and stuff yeah like drawing all day long and then uh i don't know it just um when i was in high school i don't know my friends started playing music so i became a musician nice <laughs> for a while yeah <laughs> it didn't go well oh. so <laughs> and, and then i don't know i i stopped uh I stopped drawing. I stopped. I never. I never went to an art school or something. Mm. But I. I started uh, studying advertising in Buenos Aires. Okay. Um, it was um, and uh, it was a funny, funny thing to do. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. it was a funny thing to study. I mean, it was like a more like a creative uh, school. Uh-huh. Uh, they teach you how to be creative. Or they, they they just gave you the tools to be creative. Nice. I don't know. Yeah, you have like you had like a literature class, um, and I remember the um, the teacher, for example, uh, she would tell us, uh, "Okay, think that you are uh, you are a milk the supermarket, and how do you want people to see you? <laughs> and you you have to <laughs> you have to." Um, to write a story about that. Oh, interesting. Uh, it was funny, but yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and in, in one of in many of those classes, well, they had like an art class. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember my, my, my teacher's name. It was a crazy old man. 
and he would make <laughs> us draw <laughs> color things and color thing and, and it was like um you had to draw uh 10 sheets of paper just with colors with mixing colors and it was like uh to build your color theory i think okay was, nice i think that was his his idea and uh i was living by myself in an apartment i needed some <laughs> some paintings or something to to decorate my my walls so i went to an art supply store bought some oils i remember <laughs> not even acrylic i just bought oils yeah without even knowing anything right and and i started there like doing my my the paintings i wanted to to have my, for my for my apartment that's right so what that? so what is this is this directly after high school that we're talking about or yeah 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 i was yeah i was maybe 21 i studied uh i studied a lot of other things before going into advertising mm -hmm. like um uh, like to be a lawyer for example oh really <laughs> interesting <laughs> yeah. there's so many different that. ways i mean there's so many different ways to uh to sort of capture creativity and thought right like you it seems like you were poking around trying to like with music and like advertising and oh maybe i'll be a lawyer uh do you do you practice any sort of like writing or, or do you play music anymore at all or is it all just focused well, play, on the painting I, no I, I play i play the guitar sometimes with friends yeah, um, yeah. i don't know a couple of musics and stuff mm -hmm. and uh writing well i used to have a uh, short stories as well but it just takes a lot of time um um not right now i'm all i'm if i have a, a moment I, i'm just painting yeah yeah, so I feel I you. Kind of quit with that. Yeah. But um, funny thing is that after that, like I started painting, and then I I, I came back home. Uh, we had some uh, family issues, mm. so I had to start working and uh, start working with my father at Cuddle, 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 uh, the cows. The what? Cows and oh, oh, cattle. cattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Gotcha. Yeah, cattle. Yeah, so I stopped painting for uh, I don't know, like maybe four or five years, mm -hmm. and one day I just um, I just realized that uh, uh, I wanted to I don't know I missed I missed all of that, so I started uh, little by little started painting again. I don't know why I had like a like a negativity, like I, I didn't want it to touch even a brush or something like that uh, at that time. Mm -hmm. It was just a, a moment in my life. Yeah. And um, I don't know, step by step I started and uh, I got back to it and and I was just trying to, uh, one year I started uh, trying to figure out something and then I found some open calls, I would apply, I would, uh, I would get rejected. Yeah. How <laughs> many times did you apply? For I think I applied for two, two years before getting to, uh, uh, Jonathan Levine's, uh, they had like a delusional competition. Mm -hmm. It was called the, the, their open call because not many galleries back, uh, 
back in 2015, I think, mm-hmm. or 16. Now my, now my galleries were doing like a like global open call. Yeah. So, and I wasn't living in Buenos Aires either. So it was like my only resource to, to get into something was just like everything that I could get online. Yeah. 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 So yeah, but I think I got rejected like two times so, um, <laughs> on the, on that competition yeah. till I finally got accepted and they didn't, then they shut down the gallery. I don't know. They're just yeah. working in a different way now. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole story, I think, back in there, but I don't know the details. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember <laughs> hearing about that. Um, did you, were you able to, even though they shut down, were you able to stay in contact with anybody there? Yeah. Um, I, 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 I was think that it's, uh, I don't know if you're meant to be something or some, or there's a uh, something in the universe that um, takes you to to where you to to what you want to do or what you desire the most or I don't know uh-huh. if there if that any if that makes sense to you totally like fate way. fate or destiny kind of those those words mean yeah what you're sometimes about. I think I think sometimes you just gotta see the signs that uh, that the world uh, gives you. Yeah. And it's up to you if you take them or not. Like, but sometimes it's just uh, great things happens. For example, um, yeah, I got. It, uh, I'm still in touch with the, um, the the receptionist or the, the secretary that was working, mm-hmm. uh, Jonathan Levine. Mm-hmm. Well, um, she was the one that she was, um, whom I was writing at the competition. Yeah, and she loved my work. And then she started dating another person in the art world. And like, for example, that was in 2018, 2019, I didn't have anything, anything at all, no shows, no anything. And then all of a sudden I got a, an invitation to, if I wanted to be a part of Art Basel in nice. in Miami yeah. with, uh, with Spokart. <laughs> Very and nice. I was like, from all of a sudden, yeah. And it came out, yeah. And it was like, uh, this guy, this this was this, that was working there, I, whom I know him now, right? It's, a, it's an art friend as well, yeah, yeah. And um, he he says that he saw my work in the internet. And the thing is that her girlfriend she says, no, no, I show him to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like. And see how how everything connects. It's like yeah. this is a crazy story. I I like to tell it because it's crazy and it's uh it's funny and yeah. I, I love it. I love it. It's a great story. I think. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it just shows that sure. you should always put yourself out there as much as possible if you're an artist, right? Like, the more you kind of keep hammering away, you never know what opportunity will will come up and and will then you know spread itself out into the world and if you if you get in the right mind of someone you know like if you get in someone's in front of someone's face who can make a difference for you it's it's always (laughs) a good thing you know yeah okay totally totally and um but i i don't know i was um i was kind of um 
afraid of showing my my stuff to the world at, at the beginnings mm-hmm. because uh, um, like I was I was afraid because like like I told you I'm from a little town in the middle of nowhere yeah and I was afraid that someone who would have steal my ideas um, uh, so I don't know someone mm-hmm. on a big city and I was like. I I wasn't going to 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 be able to do anything, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, now now I feel I'm, I feel a, a little bit confidence. Uh, well, like <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, I'm 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 a little bit secure in the yeah in that arena. <laughs> yeah, I'll say so. Uh, yeah, I mean, I noticed that you were featured in Juxtapose a few months ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was um that was because of um. Yeah, great honor. And that was because of the Surreal Saloon uh, at the beginning of this year, mm-hmm. who was, um, uh, which was curated by Andrew Hosner from ThinkSpace. Nice. Uh, and it was crazy because um, I wasn't I wasn't sure about applying to that one. And actually, Manny, uh, my friend Manny. Yeah. Um, Manuel was a moody who just yeah who just who was on the, the the last episode, and he was um he was just telling me uh, dude you should apply you should apply this is for you this is for you I was like you think so eh. mm-hmm. so well eventually I did I sent three pieces and Andrew selected um they usually just pick up one of your pieces yeah and Andrew pick up the uh the three of them nice the three the, the three pieces i sent and so it's it was great um he was in every detail um i mean i had a I, the, the notifications were like you have to send the the, the entries closed at december the first i think mm-hmm. and then what they usually do they just oh we extend it now so it's mm-hmm. gonna be closing on December the tenth. So they notified us like December the fifteenth, and I had to send the pieces from here. And I was like, and they wanted the pieces to be uh, December the twenty sixth. I was like, no way, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no way. It's a, it's like uh, the distance and the holidays. Is no way they're gonna get there. Mm-hmm. And the show was opening uh, January the fifth. So yeah, I think my pieces arrived January the sixth. And and by then I was in LA, and I went to ThinkSpace, and Andrew knew everything. And he knew like, uh, hey, uh, did your pieces arrive? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, finally, they they did arrive. Anyway, and I don't know. He picked me, and he get, uh, they gave me the, um, the 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 surreal saloon first. Uh, in show i think it was called nice and uh that was and that that um that also gave you the the juxtapose interview yeah so yeah how did that I, feel i mean I that know. must have felt like pretty validating right you were is that are you putting all those like confidence issues behind you now because it's like you're in you're working with think space you're working or you've been interviewed by juxtapose like do you still feel uh, any lack of confidence at all when making? I mean, work? it's it's good that you ask that you ask me that because um, 
as artists, I mean, we all we need to have some validations from time to time. Um, yeah. Because um, we need to build our confidence in what we're doing. Otherwise, I don't know. Uh, otherwise, I don't know. Maybe I would change. I would have changed my my style uh, again. Mm. And uh, but that that's kind of that kind of gave you a validation that maybe you're you're doing well. Uh, maybe what you're doing it's uh, you're in, a, in the right path. I mean, yeah. And that's that's something that uh, helps you build your confidence, and it's great. Um, we we are just we do need that from time to time. Um, For sure. Just, <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't know you. I don't, I don't know about you. What do you think about that? Uh, I think I think it's uh, it's a good way. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I, I definitely still have. Um... I don't know if I have confidence, but I, I also wonder if what I'm making is going to be well received, if people are going to like it, you know, um, I like it, you know, but (laughs) that's that's like step number one. Yeah. 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 Um, I guess I have a, a little bit of worry around like, Oh, are people going to like this? I hope, you know, at least a strong, small group of people like this, or, or like a large group of people like this. But yeah, that's totally. That's... But I think, I think that happens like all the time. Like um, we need to build our confidence, like, like all the time. I mean, I I don't know if what I'm doing now. I mean, sometimes I think like, um, is the people getting tired of what I'm doing now? What? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I and uh, um, and also because we are seeing we are seeing our our stuff like all day all all time all all day thinking about our styles and stuff. So maybe we are just the one that are getting tired <laughs> of doing our things. And maybe these people, maybe the the audience just need um, they just they just started seeing your stuff. Right. And all of a sudden, you just change everything. <laughs> it's like, and they're like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> you get a yeah, like, uh, did it cut? Oh no! Can I you? Know. I can still hear you. You good? No, no, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm here. Uh, you, you, you just freezed yourself. Oh no! Oh dang! Um, <laughs> well, no, I was just, I was just basically agreeing with you because. Yeah, you're exactly right. We're sitting looking at our stuff all the time thinking like maybe maybe thinking, "Oh, I'm bored with this. I need to do something new and something, you know, there's that tendency to want to like reinvent the wheel." Quote unquote. Um yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Like I think you're absolutely right that uh that it's hard to judge that kind of thing when you know, you're you're the one staring at your work and making it all day long, every day. I mean, I think it's great um, for everybody to innovate a little bit, but uh, as long as you just you just don't change from one side to another, like in an ear, like <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm doing the 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 people with squares now. I 
I can't do the the circle people like <laughs> right right from one day for another <laughs> right yeah <laughs> I mean I think I I definitely actually struggle with that um, because my there's definitely a, a a thread in my work that you can follow but I change from like sometimes black and white to like super colorful and uh, yeah I don't know but um, yeah it's not. It's yeah. something that we have to build. Also, we want we have to learn. Like most of the th- most of the things um, in an art career, like you just go on learning and um, getting better at it, at it uh, from day to day. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so let's get back to kind of where you're at after you you're done with the advertising school. How long bef- how long before you were making paintings that that you felt good about? Um maybe this um I was uh like I told you I was I started painting in 2005 I think. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe 2013, let's say. Wow. But yeah, just Keep in mind that I stopped painting like for uh, maybe four years. Oh right, right. So I got I got I started painting again maybe um, two thousand let's say two thousand eleven two thousand twelve mm-hmm. maybe something like that. So yeah, it it just took me like a whole let's say two years to get um, to think that um, to to like a little bit of what I was doing. Uh, I mean, I painted like, um, I started painting. I think the, the, the first piece I ever did was like a Picasso or I started, uh, I was into cubism, yeah. which is funny because now I, I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of back there. Yeah. And then I got, uh, I was a surrealist printer. Then I was like, uh, doing, just doing portraits and, um, I'm still I'm, here. I'm, I'm still a, here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm watching a, a piece of yours now. Yeah. I'm still here. I just need to, I'm trying to <laughs> see if I can get my video going back again because I, I did notice that, um, that it wasn't working for whatever reason. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Sorry about I'm, that. I'm still listening to you. Yeah. 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 Don't worry. I'm still listening to you. Good. Good. And, um, then I got to, I was just trying to, um, I was I was feeling very comfortable with uh, with the portraits and just paint, painting the the human figure, but I didn't want to paint just uh, hyperrealism, um, an hyperrealist portrait. Um, I mean, I knew I could do it with all of the um, just like a picture. But I didn't want it to do that. I wanted to to add uh, an extra value to it. So I started thinking the ways on how to to add that value. Mm-hmm. And one of the the issues I had while painting portraits was that like I would normally would paint um, my friends, my sister, mm-hmm. whatever, and. The problem, the issue that I had when I wanted to sell those paintings was were that, um, yeah, it's super good, super nice. Uh, I can see the details and everything, but 
I don't know. If, I don't know if to paint.、Uh, I don't know if I would put a stranger in my house.、Mm. Like, yeah, I yeah. got that a million times. Yeah. So that's why I started to deconstruct the people. Like, okay, let's make it、uh, a nobody then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not a real person, but just fragments from a person that you won't be able to recognize. Yeah. So that's how I started with do with this、um, with this style. The fragmented people, and that allowed me to include some other details, like abstract, abstract, abstract things, yeah,、um, geometrical patterns. I don't know. I'm trying to put more elements and more elements. Right. Yeah.、Uh, yeah. I see the, the thing the, is. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was just gonna say in the in the background there, I noticed that you have like the.、Um, The safe at home Instagram logo in there, which I love, and、uh, like you know, free hugs. Yeah, I really. I, by the way, really love your work. I meant to just tell you that right off top.、Um, it's kind <laughs> Thanks, of like,、man. it's kind of it's really cool because like the closer you look at it, you realize that yes, you could you could just sit there and paint like a photorealistic、uh, image of of someone's face. Because when you when you look at portions like the eyes, you're looking at it and you're like, "Wow, that looks like a very real, real eye." But this whole kind of like deconstruction thing you're doing, it's it's really interesting. And it what it reminds me of. Tell me if this is close to the mark at all. It reminds me just kind of like like what happens when you look at a cell phone or something. Like you're like here, and then you're over there, and then you're like distracted. And it, to me, it's it, it like signifies like kind of living in the modern world with all the technology that we have. Is that what yeah,、exactly. you're trying to convey? Okay. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I was、uh, trying to to work as my on my first painting. Like,、uh, we are here, and I'm talking to you, but at the meantime, I'm I might be just with my phone in another place, and it's like, for example, like. Um, if you're going to, to if you if you're going out with your friends, like most of the time, everybody is just sitting at at the big table, and everybody's with their phones. So it's like you're there, but you're not there. Right. It's like connectivity is like killing us at some point. I mean, it's helping us, but it's also killing us. Yeah. So yeah, I I I started working with that subject like uh. Um, in my first paintings, and and I wasn't,、um, I didn't want it to go. I didn't want it to to be like、um, uh, because I knew that there were many artists that were doing the pixel art、mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So I didn't want it to do a pixel thing. But I don't know.、Uh, eventually, just、uh, the whole notion of, of this idea and the things I was doing,、uh, it just. Um, I I end I ended up there. Yeah, <laughs> I ended up on pixels, and now I'm like I'm mixing that that things and that theories and yeah that ideas. But also, I just I, I want to include like like、uh, like real parts of of the body, like not that not everything has to be pixelated, right? Right. So I'm I'm sharing screen with you now. Um. Yeah, of some of the some of your work that I found,、uh, found online, and just to give people 
the Patreon listeners and, and viewers an idea of kind of what we're talking about. This isn't this definitely isn't your most current work that I downloaded, but I can also go to your Instagram here in a second. Um, this one's yeah, yeah. this one's newer, right? Correct or new-ish? Uh, <laughs> that was uh, those were the 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 first paintings that I started like um, doing it, doing them more like square thing, pixel things. Yeah, like uh, more uh, the the faces were more squared. Like the other ones, you have like um. I love the other the other styles well, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, you have like the rounded face, and you have the 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 squares in the middle. Like everything is um, is mixed in the middle. Yeah. Um. I think the my my that that work that you showed me, it's like uh, work um, plays better with this new idea. Like that that I'm saying. Like I'm getting more and more into the. The, the idea the the, the subject know. yeah the notion yes yeah um i've noticed that like the statement <laughs> i noticed that uh, <laughs> you you some of them are like celebrities or like famous famous figures in art <laughs> and then some of them like i don't recognize at all but um you mentioned earlier that, you know, some people were kind of like, oh, well, I don't want a stranger hanging up in my house. But if it's like, you know, uh, Michael Jackson or LeBron James or, or Frida Kahlo, does that, do you find that that makes yeah. people a little more willing to consider, I guess, hanging it up in their house? Yeah, I mean, it's... Um... It, that's also a struggle I have. Like um, everything is going pop now, and uh, yeah. um, if you have to sell a piece, it's, it's easier to sell a, a pop piece mm-hmm. rather than a uh, a piece that it's. Uh, I mean, it's just easy. Some sometimes, sometimes it's not. Or maybe just a thought, but right. I don't want to, uh, I don't, I didn't want it to go like, um, oh, well, I started doing these pop portraits and then I, I, I don't know, I stopped doing them. I might, I might do some, some, I don't know, mm-hmm. like now I'm, I want to work more into the, the idea, to the concept. Yeah. And not, but like I told you, <laughs> You never know. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I, I, can tol- I can't totally tell you that I'm not gonna do a Mickey Mouse in the future. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> there ain't no shame in that either. By the way, I I just want to no, make it no, clear. No, of course not. Yeah. Of course not. Yeah. No, of course not. This one I really love. Like you showed me um, a little video of how you did this sweater. It's so detailed. Um, uh, that's the only thing about Instagram. I can't zoom all the way in on it, but I mean, that looks, you know, it looks like I could reach out and feel the, the fabric or the texture on that sweater. Um, I'm assuming you're using photo reference for, for these. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. My, my girlfriend had that sweater and I was, I was dying to paint that sweater. Like, mm-hmm. um, uh, so I took a bunch of pictures uh, I think uh, maybe last year, mm-hmm. I took some pictures of her wearing that sweater. 
um, doing some uh, some poses and stuff. Yeah. But I wasn't uh, I wasn't finding the um, the appropriate uh, composition mm-hmm. for this one. And it's funny because uh, she was just standing um, uh, in the underground. And I don't know why I came out with this skating board, skateboard idea, and it just mm. came out really good. That, that's uh, that's one of my my latest my latest works. I'm really proud of that one. And yeah. it's um, it's currently in What's in a Face group show at Anthony's Heard Gallery nice. in Albuquerque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks amazing, man. Good job on that. Um, Thanks, man. Yeah. So, did you did you grow up before? I mean, like, so I'm I'm 36 years old, and I'm kind of in the generation where I can remember not even having like a computer at the house. Yeah. I, and yeah. back in the day, <laughs> you know, we did have we did our first like video game console was the Sega, the Sega Genesis. And you know, yeah, I'm th- I'm 37, so okay, so you you totally, we <laughs> yeah, totally vibe. I totally on that. get you. It's <laughs> yeah. I'm seeing like you know all these eight bit things. It reminds me kind of kind of a little bit of my childhood, like uh, like the original Nintendo, like Mario, and then everything after that. Were you are you influenced at all by uh, by video games? Totally, totally. I get that nostalgia like all the time. Like, mm-hmm. uh, th- those were the the good years of my childhood, <laughs> mm-hmm. playing video games with my friends. I remember I had to to go. You had to go and buy the magazine to <laughs> to get the tricks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there were um, there were nothing online or something. And yeah, um, Mario, Zelda. I was a huge fan of Zelda. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know every um Super Nintendo, Nintendo, Sega. Yeah. I think uh, uh I would I, I would buy every video game that was going out till the PS One maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's kind of so we didn't have like the first generation ones like Nintendo, but then we got a Sega, and then I was just. I was hooked after Sonic the Hedgehog. And yeah. so then we got the PlayStation 1 and we got the PlayStation 2. And then I didn't play ever again until during the pandemic last year, I got depressed and I was like, I'm going to buy a PlayStation 4. <laughs> <laughs> and just Nice. Yeah, I mean, it was total nostalgic impulse, I guess you could say. And, um, yeah, I don't really, now it, I, it just collects dust basically in my, in my living room, but you know, yeah, it's like you have to find a, t- a time to, to play the video games. I mean, exactly. They're yeah. just most of the games now are playing, uh, how to play online. Mm-hmm. And I just love the, the, the stories. Um, Same. I think, um, uh, I think one of the, the, yeah, friend just lent me, PlayStation for a while because mm-hmm. I asked him because I wanted to play the the World War Two video game. I think mm-hmm. it was on PlayStation Four, mm-hmm. and I played till half, I think. But yeah, and you could play it online. Yeah, 
And but yeah, no, no, I wanted, I, I, I just wanted to play the story. I mean, yeah. I love those uh, World War Two video games. I used to play Medal of Honor in PS One. Yeah, and uh, I was, it was crazy for me. Like, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm in the middle of the World War Two. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so, I, I did read your juxtaposed interview, and so I'm gonna kind of draw from that right now when I say. Uh, if if we are still like hooked by nostalgia for video games, I just wonder how much more like the social media and the current technology is is like putting its hooks in us, you know, like the or in just like I guess the younger generation, but also us too, because that's kind of like the new uh, video game, I guess. Yeah, for us, for example, for us, it's like a nostalgia thing, but I don't know how young generations feel about it. I mean, there was a re-edition now of all Nintendo games, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I don't know if the young people bought them. I mean, it, they're totally different to play. I played uh, Mega Man a few years, uh, no, not a few years, just a few months ago, mm-hmm. like the original games, and yeah. they're so hard to play. They're They're difficult. I mean... They're really hard to play. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's like a two D game, right? Well, so I want to pivot a little bit and talk about uh, your process when you're when you're making these paintings. Uh, first, I guess I'll just ask you: Do you have a daily routine? Do you stick to a, a strict schedule? Well, I mean, um, we artists we can we can manage our schedule, right? Uh, not like every job, because mm-hmm. you can manage your own schedule, but that also gives you the um, the freedom, the free will, just to if you if you will be working all day long or if you're not. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, I try to wake up at um, every day at maybe eight nine or eight or start start painting working at nine. Mm-hmm. Or um, then I have to take a moment maybe to answer my emails and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I try, I try to make a, a routine, like like an everyday routine. Paint a little bit at mornings, paint a little bit uh, the afternoons. Sometimes if I have to do something um, early in the morning or if I'm just super into a painting, like when whenever I'm finishing a painting that you're all like, painting i can i can't wait to get back to that painting yeah uh, i i don't know maybe i will stay like till 3 a.m 4 a.m i don't know painting right it just but it's just you have to you have to take it like a like a like a normal job so totally you have to yeah you have to wake up and, and paint and sometimes sometimes it's fun and sometimes it isn't like for example when i'm starting a painting i hate i hate it yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um in my process, well, um I work uh I do a base of uh acrylics first mm-hmm. and just not uh, not not many details into it. The details go go last with uh with the oils. Sometimes you can do the details with uh acrylics, but as I work better with oils, uh, if I have to do a thing that has too many details, I just leave them for 
for the old part, which is the last one. So at first, my paintings, they, they look awful. <laughs> <laughs> really awful. Yeah. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to post them when I'm starting and stuff. I'm just posting when I'm finishing the, the oil parts and stuff, uh, like, uh, like a process video or something, mm -hmm. because whenever the I'm starting a new painting, they just look really awful. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> feel the honest. same way about, about my work, you know, most of the time too. Yeah. It's like, um, I know that it's going to get better, but it's just me. If, if anybody sees that he's, they're going to go like, Oh, what is this guy doing? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, mm, what happened here? <laughs> Well, so yeah, do, you, but, uh, do you, are you like making a, a grid and then separating features of the face that way? Or, or are you kind of doing it as you go along? Like, are do you do a drawing first or do you just sort of paint and, and well, figure sometimes, it out? Well, uh, sometimes, well, yeah, I have a, it, 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 it just changes. Um, I used to draw a lot more. Mm -hmm. than I do now I'm starting to um, I'm starting uh, I want to to give it a even if I, if I have the the composition I, I still want to make a drawing of that uh, just to see how it goes a mm -hmm. uh, uh, quick uh, draft or something uh, but yeah most of the times I just have the idea in my head in my head of what I what I can do and sometimes and and I go, I used to like, yeah. I think I heard Money uh, saying the same thing. Yeah, that he would go for a run, uh, yeah, to clear his his ideas. And it's like, um, yeah, um, running for me, it's like a great exercise to to clarify my ideas. Like if I don't have anything solved, I just go for a run. Yeah, and ideas just start pumping. Yeah. Into into my head. Yeah, I and, think I think there's something about, you know, the cardio for ten, twenty, thirty minutes that really just like it it, it blows out the cobwebs, you know, and, and you feel really alert and just uh, but also relaxed at the same time. Yeah, and also because you're not thinking about anything else. I right. mean, I'm running and I have to think about something. It's like um, you can't get distracted on anything else. Yeah. So I'm listening to music. And, um, I don't know. I uh, I listen a lot of Radiohead, for example. Nice. Uh, yeah. They're one of my favorites so, too. Yeah. Yeah, I love Radiohead. Yeah, yeah I I would love to listen it uh, a little bit more. Sometimes I, I just I just stop listening to them because um, I don't want to get tired. Yeah. To be yeah. honest. It, yeah. <laughs> it is kind of that vibe. <laughs> It's a little like yeah. Mm -hmm. Day, yeah. Day, for example, is one of my favorite all-time albums. Yeah, Kid A is it's amazing. A super deep album, like yeah. It just I, I would listen it to. I started listening it, listening when it got out, and I was like sixteen. And I was like this kind of depressed guy, depressed yeah. boy that yeah. <laughs> I want to get depressed to to be more creative. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 That's kind of stuff. Yeah. It's so funny how that, that works sometimes. Like, like when you're, when you're feeling 
sad. I think in a way it's sort of, it can be, speaking from my own experience, it can be sort of addictive because at least you're in touch with your feelings or something like that. And then, yeah, maybe. And, and it does feel like there is something creative born out of, out of those feelings. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But uh, also, I don't know, I don't know about you, but if I get depressed and then start thinking about ideas when I get depressed, <laughs> if I only think about ideas when I get depressed, I don't know, my, my paintings would be like, all black <laughs> right 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 yeah there's a i'm not i'm not uh advocating that I, i'm just saying that like something i noticed while feeling those feelings i i tend not to very much or try not to um is that like you know, oh do i like feeling this way and is am i really feeling this way or am i trying to emulate tom york you know what i mean but yeah. he seems kind of sad, yeah. like, and it's working out for him, you know. <laughs> he, he, he seems like a super sad guy, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's not. Maybe he's just, a, I don't know, like a character or something. Yeah. He built his own character or just... Uh, could be, like, could be. I, yeah. I think that, like, also maybe he does feel that way sometimes, but then, like, he's able to sing about it, and then it sort of, like, goes away or it gets better or it changes into something know. new i don't know let's ask him <laughs> yeah i'll call let's invite him to the zoom meeting <laughs> yeah. hey tom are you sad right now <laughs> <laughs> don't be man come on tom you're great we love life's, you <laughs> yeah that's <life's> great <laughs> yeah uh, uh yeah do the dancing <laughs> Do a dance album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a pop pop house album. Yeah. I'm looking forward to yeah. that. I'm talking, talking about Radiohead as well. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. Today is a super sad album. And I think in Rainbow as well, that would be like their more cheerful album. Yeah. That's a, also a great album. Yeah. Yeah. Those are my two favorite. Uh, I also like Amnesiac a lot. And I mean, I li I guess I like everything that they put out for the most part. But yeah, I'd say uh, Kid A and in Rainbows are definitely like the ones that really like hit me, you know. Yeah, you get like uh, the the Yin and Yang. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, do Do you have any other like who, what else do you like to consume outside of art that maybe influences your painting or like is is fuel for inspiration? Uh, for example, music. And I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, I used to I used to watch a lot of movies and series and stuff, mm -hmm. for example. And now I, yeah, I don't do that that as I as I used to. And I think it's part of the of all that we were talking about. Uh, you get everything in your hand, but at the same time you don't. Mm -hmm. Like back in the days, I would just go to a video store and I was like, oh, I want to see this movie. Okay, here. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, wait, is it in Netflix or is it in HBO <laughs> yeah. or is it in what? Like, yeah. Fuck. Man. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's this it's, it's this problem of having the choice between everything. You know. Yeah. It, 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 it should be more easier now. And it was like, I don't know. 
or maybe I'm just old and I don't know how it works, but <laughs> for me, it's, for me, it was easier back then. I was just go to a beauty store and say, hey, I want, hey, somebody recommend this, 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 uh, this movie. Right. Yeah, why? It's a classic. Take it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is So to get back to your work, do you feel like what maybe what also you're trying to convey is is just pointing out how complicated things are or or like a nostalgia for more simpler times well uh yeah it could be it could be all of that if, if they could be all, it could be all of them because um like i told you it's it changes um it changes from from like like we were saying, like one day you could be listening to KDA and the other day you could be listening to In Rainbow. So yes, it, yes, yes. It kinda, the, the important thing is just to write down your ideas and then just start to, what I try to do now is like, I'm trying to figure out like a, like a whole um, series. So I would go like, just not to do like, um, everything separated from from each other. Like I want to do one year. I want to be. Uh, I want to build a series, and the other one, and the other day, and the the next year, I'll be building another series and stuff. I have some ideas, like for example, like to change everything. Yes. But I'm I'm just saying, like okay, no. But I'm getting I'm getting way too. Uh, um, I have to build this before doing right. that. Right, yeah. So yeah. I have ideas for I don't know, maybe twenty twenty three. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But, I've that's that's again something I've I've been working on. Um and there there is this tendency for me at least, and I think for a lot of other artists to explore every possible style, idea, whatever it is, right? But what I've found is that if you can if you can take an idea and like you were saying put it into a series make a series of paintings uh, along the same lines it really it kind of it's kind of more like a a full album you know if we're relating it to yeah. music rather than just like exactly. a single you know what i mean exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's a that's a great that's a great thinking and a great scene yeah and that and then so you get your full idea across and then you can kind of either close the chapter or put a bookmark in that and then move on. Um, so yeah, I think that that's really great advice. So I wanted to ask you too about how you, how your ideas came to you. Do, do they come like, are you, do you think you're a visual thinker or are you like, um, do you think with words like with, with like language or maybe 50, 50? No, um, no. Yeah. No, maybe now I'm totally a visual thinker. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I see or the things that are the ideas that or how how I want them to look. Mm -hmm. They they normally just get to look totally different. <laughs> mm -hmm. But but at least you get the the idea of where you're gonna go. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know what I was about to say. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. It happens to me all the time on here. It's great. We should just make a, a, a montage of me being like, uh, well, I don't know where I was going with that, but, uh, <laughs> so yeah, don't, don't feel bad about that. Um, are you, so you're kind of sketching things out first. I don't know if we actually answered that question. Yeah, I know. Well, maybe we didn't talk that much about that because that's, that's we go okay. from yeah. one side to another. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I'm painting now, like for because I'm an old, I'm an old painter, so I don't have to, I, I, I don't have the need to, to do this part. Mm-hmm. I can go from here to here and then there, and it's, it's, it just never dries. <laughs> so. All right. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Well, let's say um, no. Sometimes I. Uh, I do sketch my ideas uh, whenever I, for example, I came back from from running. Mm-hmm. I got home and I have to sketch it just not to forget about that. Then uh, I would do maybe I would do if I need a, a photo reference, I would do a photo reference. Then I would normally work that photo reference in Photoshop. Okay. Uh yeah. I play a lot with the grids. That's how I started uh, doing the square things. Mm-hmm. Even before the the square things, I would I would work with the grids um, to do the the portraits. It's yeah, like, easier. Like Chuck Close, uh, Chuck Close style. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. I was, um, yeah, um, I, I used to do like big portraits, like forty by forty and stuff. Nice. Um, and it's easier because, um, well, I never used, um, uh, I'm not finding the word, like the, the, the projector. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I didn't have, uh, it's not that I didn't want it to use. I, I just didn't have a projector. Right. I had Photoshop. So I, use, I would use the, the grid. Oh yeah. 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 And that's how I started doing the square things and stuff. Nice. But yeah, I continue to to do the grid. It just helps you a lot, like um, uh, uh in proportions. Just the, mm-hmm. what you have in the on the screen is what you have to do in the in the canvas. Yeah, that's cool. So you go from kind of sketch to Photoshop to canvas. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes I just translate the sketches to the to the computer and try to adjust them. Uh, with the grids and stuff to the to the sizes of what I'm going to of the canvas I'm going to work with. Yeah, that's, uh, that's smart, smart yeah. creative thinking. It just yeah, it just um, it just uh, cuts a lot of, a lot of times uh, a lot of time to of working that. Yeah, that way. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you a a, a more personal question. Um, how has making art changed you over time? Um, I think it's, uh, I couldn't think of myself not being an artist right now. Like, um, yeah, it's a, it's a hard, uh, a hard career. <laughs> it's a very totally. tough career. And um, sometimes you just got to realize the new artist and, Hey, if you're listening to this, maybe it's more than possible that you're not going to be a millionaire <laughs> by being an artist. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very possible. But, yeah, but yeah, but but it's what uh, it's what I love doing. I mean, it's, uh, it's the only thing uh, I'm real. I feel like I'm really good at. Mm-hmm. So it's just me, and I, I I love everything. I love love talking about art. I love seeing art. Um, my Instagram is boring. It's like no, it's not. <laughs> no, like well, I mean, I just um, for everybody else. I mean, for me, it's super fun. It's like I can, I got all the artists in the world in there. Like, yeah, for me, it's a it's a it's a great thing. Um, yeah, and it's kind of shitty right now, but okay, that's what it is. Mm. You talk about social media. You mean? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got into a, a whole, just a whole kind of rant on the last podcast I recorded with my buddy Gabriel uh, on social media, and uh, I don't want to do it again just for people listening, but it okay. it is this, like, it's, like you were saying earlier, it's such a double-edged sword because it's really great for artists. Like, it's a great opportunity maker. You can reach out to whoever you want. You see when uh-huh. galleries are having open calls. You see mural opportunities, and at the same time, it, the the like Facebook in particular does this thing where they randomly reward you, and then randomly pun it, you know punish you with like lower algorithm yeah. stats and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing that. They're doing that now. I think. Yeah. If you post too much, they just lower your algorithm. Yeah. Um, your views and stuff. Yeah. Uh I sometimes I it happens to me, like I'm I re- I remember of a um about an artist, uh hey, this guy I haven't seen anything of this guy from a long time now. Yeah. And I just go to to their bio and I see like this guy just posted like three t- three things in the, in the in the last week that I never saw. Like that's the algorithm, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, <laughs> fuck, why would why why wasn't I I'm 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 following this guy. Why I'm why I'm not seeing what what he's posting. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's like there's the fact that you know, I feel like your your art, your art page on Instagram at least, there's like this disconnect from the real world and the like dopamine release you get from having followers on Instagram, right? Like your art I think is, is amazing. I know I've said that once already, but you know, I feel like you don't have the amount of followers you would deserve in, you know, in my opinion. Um, But then in the real, in the real world, you're like being interviewed by juxtapose and showing in all these galleries and selling your work. And I, I just want to point that out. I know I hammer that hammer on that a lot on this show, but that like, don't let Instagram dictate your level of happiness or how, you know, how you view your own success. I think that that's totally. very, very important. Totally. But, but um, I, I know of a lot of guys that they just get really depressed if they don't have a lot of likes, for example. Yes. Oh, I just posted. I just posted my new painting, and it's not getting a lot of likes. 
dude, am I doing it wrong? Does people does uh, people does doesn't like it or what? Like, yeah, no, it's a, it's not it's not like that. It's like it's just this shit that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know why why didn't why don't they just uh, charge you like right. five bucks a month or something right. like? I would just pay. be free, like well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody would pay now. I yeah. mean, you got what you wanted. You got the whole world using the your, your app now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Don't charge me. I don't want to see stupid advertising advertisers every right. day. Like, and I don't want to. Uh, um, I didn't want to to use the advertising. I used it. I used to promote one of my shows early this year, and I mean, it just doesn't works anymore. I think. Yeah. Either. Yeah. People doesn't like uh, people doesn't like to be shown and uh, and advertised, right. and it's like, and and all and 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 also it's like you know that people that are paying the advertisers are the the people that are uh, are correcting the algorithm and stuff because uh, I don't know Instagram is saying like oh this is a good business let's just do this for the people to promote their shit and. So if you see some some somebody promoting their shit, like instead of instead of seeing what they're promoting, you're just gonna be like, oh, another advertise. I right. hate you. <laughs> right, right, yeah. That's definitely how <laughs> I react. You know, and exactly. And I I actually it's funny because I just took out an ad on this like new <laughs> new print that I'm dropping, and and it like it hasn't how really. Hasn't really moved the needle at all, you know. It has exactly, <laughs> you know? exactly. Yeah, I know. And, no, and uh, I don't know. It's 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 the thing where it's you're like, just... okay, they've they've tamped down on my post promoting this print. Okay, fine. I'll pay you some money. Will you please send people to my website? And so far, not great results. I think I'm in, yeah, I'm in day two now out of six of this advertising. We'll see how it goes. Um, okay. You know, I it still beats like taking an ad out in a, a newspaper or some shit like that. But um, yeah, it's just and one it's of those cheaper. things. You know, we're being, we're, we're all being manipulated and we're kind of all being a part of this experiment, this social experiment without really our consent. <laughs> you know exactly i mean it's like it's like what we're saying that well we just have to um low down our expectations or something it's mm-hmm. like it is it is how it goes i mean i can't blame instagram because yeah it I did can't help me right it, it did help me do to do to build my career like right i found all of the the open calls and stuff uh through instagram so right <laughs> i can't blame them but I would love them to just charge me like five bucks, like like I pay for Spotify. Like, right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm right on board there with you, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, it is that double-edged sword. It's. It is very nice to have as an artist. Um, I think what I'm trying to do here is just for anyone listening, you know, at whatever time period you're listening this in. Uh, just to be able, just to be cognizant of what is going on with it and not let yourself fall into the trap of like feeling despair because you didn't get this many number of likes when it's not based on the quality of your work, but probably just based on 
how many people the app is showing your work to. And so I wanted to like, you know, separate those things out. And, you know, now here I am haranguing you about it, you know, like ranting at you. Uh, and I said I wouldn't do it, but here we are. Um, yeah, we did it. <laughs> awesome. So, Thanks. So Awesome. Okay. Uh, we need to call Tom York to ask him if he's sad. <laughs> and we also need to, to call Mark. Yeah. Hey, Mark. Get Mark on shit. the phone. <laughs> yeah. Get Zuck on the phone. Oh, okay. Um, or maybe maybe Tom you knows Mark. Mm, no, nah, probably not. <laughs> I just thought about them like in the same room and I was like, nah. I don't think, I don't know. <laughs> uh, they wouldn't have too much to talk about. No. Um, so yeah, man, I got uh, just a couple more questions for you and, and then I think we can wrap this up. Um, okay. First is, where do you see painting going in the future? Do, do you think like with the rise of AI, they're already generating these um, paintings because they're able to sift through every photograph of every painting ever made and sort of just yeah generate new ones out of that. Um, yeah. Where yeah, where do you see the human painter in the next twenty to fifty years? Well, that's a great question because um, uh, that was that was something I was afraid of a couple of years. I don't know. Maybe I still I I'm still out. Are, but um, yeah, I was uh, a couple of years ago when I decided I wanted to to be a full time artist. I was like, "But wait, is this gonna last forever? Yeah. Or what? Like, right? Or is it? Or or we're gonna have like robots in ten years just doing the paintings and mm. selling them for for ten bucks? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's it." Just yeah. to be, just to say something, yeah. just to give you a number, but um, yeah, but I think um, I don't know. It's 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 difficult. I mean, painting has been here ever since when, like the caves, like <laughs> uh, like a millennium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So centuries, and I think it it has to do it has to do a little bit with the magic. I mean. You have something that is made by another person, craft made it by another person. Mm -hmm. Like for example, you could you could buy a uh, a picture, or you could buy uh, a painting of that picture, and I think what you're buying there is also the magic, the the skill of a person doing that. Yeah. And if you get a if you get a robot doing that, well, it's not gonna be the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I don't know if that was your question. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But yeah. But uh, I think it's it's always uh, the the it it's it's about the magic of a person being able to do this. Mm -hmm. Or I mean, you could use machines to do that, but uh, at the end, is it's it's just you, uh, a human person thinking, mm -hmm. what do you want the machine to do? Like for example, like uh, I love Felipe Pantone's work. Yeah, he I think he's amazing. Yes, and he uses a lot of printers, right? But he is the one uh, working with the printer and just doing uh, moving the the printer as he wants. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I feel like for humans to enjoy the final product, there has 
maybe not, but to, to like you were saying, experience like the full richness of it, there has to be some sort of human element that goes into it. Um, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's the extra value. That's, mm -hmm. um, that's the beauty of it. Yes. That's the, it's the, the, the magic, the craftsmanship. Like, for example, a couple of years ago, I wasn't too much into digital art mm -hmm. for the same reasons. I was like, no, it's a, this is easier to do with a, this, blah, blah, blah. And so, but I don't know, maybe I'm changing now. Everything's changing, but yeah. it, it has, uh, it, there has to be magic. Uh, I mean, right. uh, I think that's, that's the beauty of uh, oil portraits. Like, you, you know, I mean, I've already seen like a lot of uh, hyper-realistic portraits and stuff. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't move me that, that much. Right. But I think, uh, well, you, maybe you've seen like a lot of posts, like, this is not a picture, this is a painting. And that's, uh, people love that, that thing. Right, there, yeah. There's magic in there. Right. Yes. Yeah. Totally agree. I've also, I've also kind of, uh, changed my stance on, on digital art in the last, I don't know, five or six years. I mean, I think, I think it's just as amazing as painting. Um, yeah, they're amazing works just because I, I compare it to music a lot and with, uh, with the music, I'm moving myself. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> yeah. With the music, it's like, you know, I used to be pretty hardcore into just bands and then when you know when i first heard electronic music it it blew me away that people could actually make interesting electronic music that that was subtle and and beautiful and fun to listen to and what really struck me is that it doesn't matter what tools the person is using it, what matters is kind of the final product and how much time they've spent at their craft at the end of the day, you know, it's because you could even, yeah, exactly. We you, weren't, you could even, we weren't given the, 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 the value that, uh, that, uh, techno music, uh, had mm -hmm. at, back at the, back at those days. Like, mm -hmm. and now we do. Yeah. Like, Totally, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, so I guess, yeah, let's close it out, man. Uh, one last question. What you, you gave a little bit of advice earlier, but what advice would you give to a younger artist who's just starting out in the art world? Well, first of all, we already said, like, don't think you're going to be a millionaire. <laughs> maybe you're not. Yeah, maybe and not. It's, uh, <laughs> Maybe not, <laughs> and it's like uh, you gotta take it like a like a like a real job. You you gotta you gotta work uh, every day. I mean, but maybe if you're not getting uh, if you're getting rejected in in open calls and stuff, um, well, there's one thing I've learned about open calls. Mm -hmm. Like uh, first, uh, at my first open calls, I was sending, like I told you, I was. I used to do like big portraits. Right. So I thought that was cool. And I would send uh, some of my my works 
I would apply with big works. And that was, that's a common mistake that nobody teaches you. So, um, yeah, I've learned that. Why why is that that a mistake? Because, uh, for example, um, on open calls, most of the galleries, they just, they're, they're just looking for new, new artists. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, and they, they have a wall and, if you, if they put a big piece in their wall, they're using space that they could use for other artists. Gotcha. That's first. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. The other thing is that maybe you're still nobody, even though everybody tells you that your painting is amazing or your craft is amazing. But for the art world, maybe just you're just nobody yet. And right. if they have to put a big piece, it's going to be expensive. And it's gonna be hard to sell. Yes. So, yeah. An advice: if you're gonna to apply to an open call, try to do a, a strong, solid, small piece, medium piece. Mm-hmm. That would be that would work way better than them just presenting a huge piece that you think it's awesome. Maybe it's a great piece and they include it, but it's mm-hmm. gonna be hard. Hard uh, to move. Hard to sell. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hard to move, hard to sell, and it's all business at the end. And yeah. galleries need to sell, and mm-hmm. they think about that as well. Uh, they think, they think, uh, they do consider that when picking, when picking the artists for their shows, for the open calls. Yeah, well, that's... I got rejected like two or three years, <laughs> so yeah. I've learned that. Nice, nice. Well, sweet. That's very awesome, specific advice, and uh, I hope everyone was writing that down. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Juan, tell tell the people where they can find you on Instagram. What's well, your... my Instagram is uh, Juan Masana. Mm-hmm. It's J U A N M A S A N A, and my my website is J M Sanabria dot com and that's basically it nice and i will definitely post those links in the description and any social media posts that i make so be on the lookout for that y'all and juan thank you so much man it's been a great conversation thanks man i had the i had a blast and it was so great talking about with, with you man yeah for sure i'll de- i'd like to have you back on maybe in a, a year or two or something so Let's keep, ah, let's that keep that would, over. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Of course, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for everything. Yeah. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Thank you again for listening to another episode of RTAF Podcast. If you are interested in supporting the Patreon, that address is patreon.com slash RTAF podcast. And I want to thank all my patrons. You guys keep this engine running. I couldn't do it without you. Go over there and check out the tiers I have available. It includes video, uh, guest suggestions, uh, patron-only posts, and some merchandise. Thank you again for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe. Do all those little things that help get RTAF into the consciousness of more and more people. 
Yeah. 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 Yeah.